Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's why, like, I, that That I think is, you don't think that that's possible? You don't think that it's, you, I'm you don't saying think I just m- think Art might might take note of this because of who it's coming from and feel like maybe he is getting something different from Mike directly, yeah. if it's ever come up, than is actually being reported. And it might create a little Which, uncertainty. If that's with true, him. then Art would be putting more stock in these reports than you actually are. Correct. <laughs> um, all right, here's the next one from P- Peter, Peter King. What needs to be considered when thinking about Tomlin's future? What is the attitude about the organization toward him right now? Does Art Rooney absolutely, in a pound-the-table way, want Mike Tomlin back for the foreseeable future. You know, and I think maybe whatever offer he might make to Tomlin to make sure that he doesn't enter 2024 as a lame duck might be part of that. The fact that, you know, has not been extended to this point, maybe Tomlin feels like uh, there isn't necessarily the love by this team. Well, and that would, that, that, that would I think, go back to how the Canada situation went down. If Tomlin doesn't feel like he's completely loved by the organization, it would spring forth from the idea that the owner had to step in and say, get rid of your offensive coordinator. Because that says, I, you, you're you just, you're stuck. You, you're, you have this blind faith in him, and I'm doing what, I think, I think Art Rooney generally loathes to, well, we know that their family hates doing this kind of stuff. They went, they never did it before. They don't like paying people to not work. Yes, that was probably on the list of reasons why Canada came back in the first place. He had another year left on his contract. So I don't think coaches like being told, even by the people that own the football teams, hey, I know more about your coaching staff than you do. You need to get rid of this person. Yes, Mike Malarkey famously fell on the sword. And having it happen mid-season, uh, King positing if that, like, affects the way Tomlin doesn't King's initial st- with doesn't King's initial statement Rooney. there rebut a little bit of the way Schefter presented his info though where Peter sort of throws the door open that maybe Art isn't feeling the same level of of sort of attachment to Mike and buy-in and Schefter started by saying you don't fire Mike Tomlin like making a big stink about how come on he's beyond firing no one can fire the man only he determines when he's done which is factually inaccurate. The but owner I, makes the decision. I know, but I think even if, and I don't think that Art feels this way about Mike, but I think even if Art was less sold on him and wanted to move in a direction, they still wouldn't make it a firing. No, it'd be a mutual, it'd be yeah. a conscious uncoupling, they, like Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, they'd still find a way to make it seem like they they're going to treat him with more partners. I think they will treat him if, if and when that day comes, they will treat him with more deference and more like an equal partner then I think necessarily the Patriots will treat Belichick. Like, we're hearing about how they're still trying to figure out a way delicately for him to be done there, Mm -hmm. if he's going to be done there, which I still think he will be. The guy won six Super Bowls 
and things have gone acrimoniously enough here late in the game that they might end up having to get to the point where they fire him. Here's another one from King where he thought all along it might come to this where Tomlin stepped away from football. I've always thought that Mike Tomlin, at one point, probably well before he's 70, would go back to Virginia and live a quieter life than he has now and maybe take a year or two right now to work on television. I'm sure that every network that does the NFL would be lining up five minutes after he says, I'm taking a a gap year. Uh, They'd all be lining up to try to hire him. And I think that's right. I think that the TV executives, they've gone on the record. The guys have said, like the head of CBS has said, if you could hire one current coach or player to work for you, who would it be? And he said by name it would be Mike Talman. I actually think the other guy he mentioned was Philip Rivers, which is pretty funny. Those are the two Dad guys Gummit. that he said. He didn't uh, say Sean McVay? I don't think so. I might even have that clip in here somewhere of him talking about that. No, I don't. It must have gotten lost in the house fire. Um. So those are the the two different things here as far as Tomlin potentially being done. One is he's at, he's just fried. He's just burnt out. And the other is there's something about the current state of the Steelers or his current relationship with the Steelers that he doesn't really like. One of those two things. Forget about the relationship. What would it be about the state of the team itself that he wouldn't like? Not, Not counting they made me fire my beloved offensive coordinator. Well, if your hypothesis is true now that maybe Tomlin had less say about Pickett and it was more forced on him by the owner, draft him, we're not going to make the Dan Marino mistake twice, stand by him. What if he also, what if the, just because the same person who who kind of suggested that to me also said the Canada thing might be more Rooney than people think, the keeping of, the retention of Canada, not just because maybe they wanted to um, not pay him to not work, but because they felt like they had, the made, they had made strides. They were running it yeah. well. It followed logically that they were going to make a jump this year, et cetera. I'm just, that is something that I heard. They were paired together. So Tomlin would have residual animosity that, like, Rooney made him you foisted stick this it on out me. with Canada. Well, that's weird because Canada was Tomlin's hire. You know, that- Actually, the person also said he thought Rooney might have been bullish on hiring him in the first place, too, and that if Tomlin hired him, it was like with strong oh, I don't, Art endorsement. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I think Art probably, having kept up with Pitt decently, knew the great job that he did with that team and was probably fine with Mike giving him a quarterback's Mike, coach Mike, I heard them doing all these things called jet sweeps. Have you heard of these? Uh, King, one more time, says he would not be shocked if Tomlin's done. I would be surprised if he pulled a Bill Cower and never coached again. If you're Mike Tomlin, I have no idea how much money he has in the bank, but let's just say it's $50 million. You're still a young man, and you have been a head football coach basically for just about two decades now. You're kind of tired. It's an exhausting job, and you're kind of tired, and you say, you know what? I kind of like when I drive past the fans sometimes and I say, man, they get to go home for this game and go live their lives. Mike Tomlin sometimes, I bet, wonders what that other life is like. I would be surprised if he never coached again uh, after this weekend, if they indeed they lose. But would it shock me? No. Yeah, I don't, Chris, I don't hear that answer and think he's trying to give Tomlin more leverage in a negotiation with the Steelers. I think he act, I think Peter King legitimately thinks that Tomlin might just want 
to make money doing other things for a little while and then weigh his options after that. I mean, well, I understand why you think Glazer and Schefter. I don't. I, I don't. I don't think you're right, but I understand where you're coming from. Like, they have to. They have to make deals with agents to break news all the time. And if they're just doing something to try to drive up Tomlin's price, that wouldn't be the first or the last time they do that. But I don't really know what Peter, what dog Peter King has in the fight here. Well, Peter got very existential there at the end of it. If Mike Tomlin drives past groups of fans and he's observing them, they're probably like screaming obscenities because of the way he used his timeouts in the second <laughs> half. I don't think he's thinking about they get to go home to their families. He's worried about eggs being thrown if he drove the car. past me after I left the Arizona game. Yes, he would have gotten Two double middle fingers. Yes, by me, Mike. You're number eleven. Better chance. There's a new head. Better chance. Uh, Just do it. Say it. Better chance. Mason Rudolph is their week one starting quarterback or a new head coach. Uh Mason. Donnie. Mason. I think it's like ninety percent that Tomlin is back. Ninety or more. I wholeheartedly agree with pretty much everything Chris said. I think it's a total contract ploy. But why would Rooney listen to those guys? Like, he thinks like, oh, no, Jay Glazer's reporting this. At, like, I have to do something. Like, couldn't he just call Mike's bluff? Could. But he he doesn't want to be seen as the guy that, you know, maybe ended a relationship with the head coach prematurely in his mind, or in, like, the team's mind. You think he wants to be? I mean, we've said this before in this whole. But he like, doesn't get in trouble because that. But that's not a firing. If like, if the report is like, "Hey, Mike, might." What if it, it's he? He steps away, but there's reports that come out there. Ah, it just wasn't. He had a great relationship with Art Rooney, but it wasn't. You know, things weren't progressing maybe the way Mike liked. You know how that kind of thing would slip out. there. I don't think that Mike would want that out there. I don't think Mike. I, he wouldn't I, want to sully the Steelers and feel like yeah. it was poisoning the well for future games. I don't think. Well, I don't know even know about that last part. I don't think he'd want to do anything that made the Steelers look bad. I don't think he'd get that out there to like Glazer. I got lowballed by Art Rooney. I don't think he'd do that. What about if it was like personnel or something? They told me they wanted me to take a less active role in personnel. Do you think there's any way Rooney actually does that? I don't. No, but I wish. There, no coach in the NFL should be allowed to do personnel. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Trey, you ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have another thought or no? I'm just curious. Well, it, it, it sucks. Losing. Awful. 
that's why I want to win. Because you don't sleep. You want to win for the players that bust their tail. That's it. Anyone for the Steelers, Mike Frable. Steelers now and forever. Drafted by the team, came through Sunday, and now he's on his ass. Fired by the Titans today. The Texas on the Edgar Snyder Associates fan text line. He's a free agent. Lots of speculation that if Belichick uh, is out in New England, he'll go back home there. So just a younger, less successful version of Bill Belichick. They'd go from defensive coach to just a younger defensive coach. Uh, Titans owner came out today and said they thought about a trade, but it seemed too complicated and they weren't exactly sure how they could make that work. Yeah, that's complete BS. They were basically out of it for how long this year? If they wanted to trade Mike Vrabel, they had like two months to think about how to make it work. My guess is the teams that might be interested are like, uh, we'll just take our chances that we can hire this guy without giving up a draft pick. Why would So Vrabel, go ahead and fire him. Yeah, why would Vrabel want to kneecap himself on his future team with less draft capital to work with? Yep. He, uh, he should pull the Castan or the what? Try to get fired. I'm going to say something about Mike Vrabel, and this is going to come off as anti-Mike Tomlin, but I feel like I can still get away with saying this until Mike wins... If he wins the playoff game against the Bills as a 10-point underdog without T.J. Watt, everything I'm about to say is null and void. But that's not until Sunday. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I think Vrabel's a better coach than Tomlin. And, and here's just how I'll best make that point. Has Tomlin done anything in his career, including winning a Super Bowl, that you would say is a better coaching job than getting to an AFC championship game with Ryan uh, Tannehill as a quarterback? and beating the Patriots in New England with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady to get there? I mean, that's given no credit to how good Tannehill was that year. He was fantastic. Was he? That was the year he like led the league in passer rating, was it not? He was like up near 120. That's the year he came off the bench for Yeah, Mariota. his passer rating that year, Pony, we're talking about how we're kissing Mason Rudolph's ass for having a great passer rating. Tannehill that season was 117.5, led the league in 10 starts. Okay, so shouldn't Vrabel and the Titans get credit for somehow getting that out of him when at no point in his career was Ryan Tannehill looked at as a good to great you give, quarterback? Okay, would you give, hypothetically, would you give Mike Tomlin that same that credit for Tannehill's performance or Arthur Smith, the OC of that team? You'd give the OC credit. Now, what you could give Mike Vrabel credit for is hiring Arthur Smith, which you should. Yeah. He's made better well, coordinator hires I mean, than Mike Tomlin well, that, has. That's actually an interesting one on Smith. Because of Smith's family and his background and stuff, he's just worked for the Titans forever before he got hired by Atlanta. He was on Malarkey's yes. staff. He was on Wisenhunt's staff. He was on Munchak's staff. So do you think he was told he's your offensive coordinator and he basically got lucky that Smith was pretty good at it? Yeah, I think that's probably part of it. Okay, then you can strike that one if you would like from the record. He hired, what, LaFleur was his offensive coordinator before that? Yeah, that's a pretty good hire. That's a really good one. Okay. Not that they were, had great results with him, but, I mean, look. He has a coaching tree. He does. Although, I think he's a better coach than Mike, but I think they're basically the same person right now. I think. I mean, look, I think it's very, very close. I would not say that far and away Vrabel is better, but in the world of, like, what have you done for me, not just in the last year, but the last three or four years, five years? Vrabel's won coach of the year. He got the Titans to the number one seed. I mean, 13 and 31 his last two seasons. Yeah, brutal. But, I mean, if you said it yesterday, if they don't win a playoff game again this year, 
you went 10 and 7 and it in you spun your wheels to a degree. Right. I think I think probably if you went around the NFL, this is where it's funny. I think you're saying Vrabel's better, but they're both like slightly, maybe slightly above middle of the pack coaches, right? Like 14th and 15th kind of deal. Yeah. I think if you were to ask the same people who we maybe feel overrate Mike Tomlin in the national media, they would say like Tomlin's top three, Vrabel's top five to seven. You know what I mean? So you have basically the same opinion that like nationally people do. They just like both guys a lot better. I don't know. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody in the national media would rank Mike Vrabel ahead of Tom. I mean, I'm like seeing I people like Bill Barnwell call him a top six. I've seen tier one coaching candidate, top six NFL coach. Barnwell is not a guy who loves to fawn over the meathead types. He wants the smart, analytical guys. He's saying that about him. No, I think Mike Tomlin, for many people nationally, is coach emeritus in very few events. You know, Reed's going to get put above him. Maybe Belichick, maybe not, because. Bill doesn't say anything to the national media, but I think nationally I mean, he's, for the record, I think he's a he's a pretty good coach. I'd hire Ben Johnson or even Eric Bieniemy, who didn't have a great year offensively in Washington before I'd hire Vrabel. I'd hire an offensive coach, which he is not. I probably would too, but um, I give him so much credit for going into New England, winning that game, and also like beating Belichick on the rules of the game. Yeah, it was very he gratifying. He was taking those penalties to run clock. Yeah, it was extremely it, gratifying to watch. Extremely. I got a lot of pleasure out of watching that game. When was the last time Mike won a game of similar magnitude? He and didn't you beat came- the Patriots when it mattered, so there isn't one for me. He beat the Chiefs, who I thought were a pretty damn good team with this in horrible weather with his quarterback giving him virtually nothing. I think I just think these are the situations where it really works against Mike that he inherited Roethlisberger. Well, I don't think people wanted to give him credit. Even if he had taken four super them to four Super Bowls and won them all, they'd have said he just rode Ben's coattails. That was always going to be the narrative. <sighs> you know I'm right. You're over there doing the heavy sigh, trying to act like you're deciding. No, you but know I don't. Right. I don't. But I don't agree with that, though. If they were, to, if they would have won another Super Bowl after 08, if they would have won it in 16 or 17 or something like that, he would have still been seen as riding Ben's coattails. Their defense wasn't that good or something. Ben put up a ton of points. Okay, so I think that Roethlisberger gets more credit than Tomlin, but. I don't think it's like Tomlin is just along for the ride, per I se. Dis- uh, I disagree. I mean, do you think that Belichick was just along for the ride with Brady? More than he got credit, more than he was treated as such, sure. yeah. yeah. Way but more I th- along yeah, for but the I, ride. I, I think people are starting to you know, question Belichick like never before because of what's gone on there in the post-Brady era, having gone 4-13 and this year, having not won a playoff game, ruining Mac Jones, etc. I don't think Mike would have ever gotten much credit no matter how much he had won. Unless he had won it, one say he wins it in 2019, just hypothetical and just a stupid one. He takes a team without Ben somehow to a Super Bowl. He gets full marks for that. But any amount of success he would have had here would have always come with the, the quarterback did it, he didn't. From a pretty decent chunk of the fan base. They're dynamic playmakers, blitzers, tacklers, coverage people. They lead a turnover culture um, that's displayed in their ball awareness and production in that area. Um, They punch balls out. They rake balls out. They're very ball aware. 
Tomlin Tidbits are brought to you by the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia. See what they can do for you. Donnie's Tomlin Tidbits. He pulls something from Mike Tomlin's press conference every week that he wants to showcase today. It was about balls. Yeah, the, the defense for the Bills, they, they love balls. They have very good ball awareness. They're all around the balls. So that's something that has to be looked at. Punching balls. Yeah, punching balls out, catching balls. You said yesterday you'd rather be kicked in the balls by Lionel Messi than punched in the balls by Mike Tyson. Yeah, I mean, I don't know all the science that like goes behind that. I know a kick is a mu- it's much stronger than a punch. I think in that case, though, and I did see somebody respond to uh, Chris with this, and I kind of had the same feeling. Like, Lionel Messi looked at, like, pretty nice guy. Like, he might even, like, pull it a little bit for you. Mike Tyson, you're done for. He's a, he, a baddest dude on the planet, Mike Tyson. But he took care of pigeons and was very gentle with one of, you know, the nature's rat birds. He ain't gentle with other, other people, that's for sure. We need, like, think, one of those I think, like, John... The fear, I think the fear of... Each guy was a factor, not necessarily what they would do to me. We need one of those John like Brinkus sports sciences on this. Here's the problem. I missed though. that. I used to love watching. Here's the those. problem. What would be worse? So if Tyson punches you in the balls, his fist goes directly through, and there's like, you know, there's there's I guess a a bit of a ricochet effect. If Messi kicks you, presumably I think it might rip him right off. If Messi kicks you, presumably the foot continues up into your body with the arc, whereas the punch is straight through, I think the kick is staying tethered to you longer. What if he goes uppercut? Oh, see, now I still would take yeah, that, that over the that's kick. What, that's what I pictured. No, I pictured like an a, uppercut. I, I pictured him treating it like a speed bag. I think basically. there's a better chance of a tear or a rip with a kick. A shoe's got more abrasive surfaces. You is know, he punching you, you with a glove on or no? Bare, bare knuckle. I was thinking the, the aesthetic. I was thinking the boxing glove right. and, and Messi would have his cleat on. You know the uh, jackass guys did like a whole segment on this. I did I see that. Be- PK Subban was shooting hockey yeah, pucks and at they, them. Uh, Francis Ngannou did the punch. Oh. Um, who? There was a softball pitcher who I think yeah, it threw wasn't, one. It wasn't Jenny Finch, was no. it? Did they have them like wearing cups at least? Yeah. yeah, he was. Thank God. But Subban got him on like the first or second try. It was impressive. It's all those years shooting pucks at like the dryer or whatever <laughs> in your basement. You could, you could. The shooter tutor. He was picking a quarter. I think that might. I think that might be the scariest a puck? one. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, because it's frozen, dude. Yeah, I think it's even worse than the baseball. When guys get hit, in I the think face, it's definitely worse. Than when the guys baseball, get like hit in the mouth softball. with a puck and it's you know it's not up by the eyes, I I would be crying like a baby for the next week. Easy, easy. I think the puck actually drew blood. If I remember the oh god the scene well enough. <laughs> Because it probably splintered the cup, which then... Yeah. You know what? I've seen all the Jackass movies, and look, I don't I don't profess to have this very highbrow uh, need for entertainment. Like, I don't... It doesn't have to be Citizen Kane for me to be entertained. Mm-hmm. But I have noticed, as the years have gone by, when the first Jackass movie came out, I laughed hysterically and thought every scene was genius. Mm-hmm. This, this one that came out in the last year or two... Jackass Forever... Yeah, I think at like a half hour and I'm like, I'm good. Most people I don't said it was anymore. the best one. There were people I said who- I enjoyed I, it a lot. Yeah, there were people- I didn't see it, but there were people who saw it who said it was their favorite one of I all mean, of them. I mean, like, you got to think too. I mean, these guys have been going through the 
The ringer. Yeah, I mean, for 20 years, 25 got, years I mean, Steve-O got clean during all of this. Bam's yeah. the only one who's not involved because Bam went way off the... Yeah. Uh, they had yeah, a scorpion biting a girl's lip and stuff. Like, I was just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, like they, they they have like some newcomers. It's almost like they have like recruits. Jackass, the new generation. <laughs> yeah, it's well, like, it is, that is happening. Chris, yeah, Donnie's right. Like, like they they have like prospects. There's like a, a really really big dude. You know that what they, I always like, sent down a hill. Who's you know a, what I who's a replacement about, of that? What's his name? Lacey or whatever that big tubble art is. Who's been with them forever? Him and the wee oh, man. Oh, Preston Lacey. Yeah. yeah. Here's my thing, though. He's the At Lacey the beginning of Jackass, they had to come up with that disclaimer, don't do this, these are trained professionals and also just idiots. How do you develop a minor leagues if you aren't tacitly encouraging people to ignore that advice? Speaking of idiots, and this will work because it's in Donnie's segment, <laughs> Crowley said today that he likes boneless wings more than regular wings. Chicken nuggets. I don't like them more. They're good when you just don't want to go through, like, the, I guess I won't call it the hassle, but the process of eating a wing. They're tasty, but give me the the well-done, the crispy, flat, 100 times out of 100 over any boneless wing, which are, as Donnie puts correctly, chicken nuggets. Yeah, I mean, like, I've eaten them before, but to really classify them as anything else. I- I'm not going to, sh- I'm not going to shake my head and, you know, scoff at boneless chicken in general but he said he's preferring it over the traditional wing is he just is it out of laziness what was his rationale he just thinks it tastes better and everything else i guess the yeah whole because i don't know caboodle. i don't know if you caught it chris but he, he wants pittsburgh to do a complete ban on on buffalo chicken wings all just weekend. buffalo sauce well no, no all wings he means like like the traditional like chicken wing basically no, I'll, I'll eat chicken wings if I want to. Wings. I'll eat chicken wings if I want to, and I will put a different sauce other than buffalo sauce on them because I typically don't get buffalo sauce. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'll eat chicken wings if I want to, I, Crowley, I, and there's not a damn thing you can do to stop me. <laughs> I will probably be eating wings during or before or maybe even after the game on Sunday. You know, that's actually on Crowley's part. That's inter-office crime. He's trying to take your shine away. You're the wing guy. You have your own feature you go yep. out and about that people love. Wing it with Donnie football. And he's telling people that, to forsake that which is so associated with you. I think 10 years ago when we played the Bruins in the playoffs, they changed Boston Market to something else locally. Like all the managers and operators. Just Market. Called it. Market. Everybody yeah. crossed out the name. They, they, they all put black duct tape they on They did. There. They did something like that. Which gets me to this point. All the Boston Markets have closed. It's really a yeah. sad thing. There's, I was never a huge fan. Really? I never actually. I don't think I've oh. ever actually gone to one. I was one. never a huge. I was. I was okay with it, but never Hot a turkey, huge fan. Uh, ro- uh, meatloaf. I just there. associated all those things as home cooked meals, and I was like, they can't measure up to moms or grandmas. Yeah, you know? but in a pinch, do I want to wait in line for like a oh, burrito? I'd go, fast, or do I'd go fast food in that pinch. I don't want to wait and try to get like a facsimile of a home cooked meal. Just give me something like grimy, you know, where I know that I'm not eating. A, a dinner that was labored over. See, that traditional homestyle meal, I don't... Amanda's a phenomenal cook, but I don't feel like we... We don't sit down for that very often. Your mashed potatoes, Dude, we never do. Right. I'm like, hey, Alex, do you want me to take this bagged uh, Caesar salad mix and so, like shake it up right, in a so bowl? That's why I'm surprised Boston Market isn't thriving. People, fewer and fewer people aren't doing it, so there, there's an appetite for but it. But you They're can't eat it, it in your car. They would just do it themselves you if they were going to do it. You can't eat in your car. Yeah, and you the- get creative. Oh, with all due respect to that whole 
thing. I'm not, again, I like burritos and tacos and Mexican food. I just feel like we've been inundated with Mexican restaurants here. Have you not noticed the same thing? I think it's like there's just well, it's this, more like Tex-Mex because nobody here actually eating that stuff is eating authentic Mexican. I've might, had authentic Mexican. It's very different. But like the the taco thing has. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's it's almost off, like replace like, the hamburger. Big taco just really. <laughs> yeah, taken that's over. right. Big taco is out there, man. Exactly. By the way, the best. It's con- like, oh, this restaurant closed. What's moving in? Another taco place. Bill's taco stand. Oh, what are they building here? It's a taco place. Apparently, the place that re- that replaced Fuel and Fuddle in Oakland, and an actual like annoyance of mine is that so many of these independent or smaller local places are getting like replaced by chains, is a place that does stew. I love stew. stew. I love beef stew. It's one of I think the things I <laughs> well, make yeah, that, that Alex was the re- Phil Jerkovic thing. Right. He had a he had a deal with them, and so, I'll deal with the stew place. So Alex requests beef stew from me like more than almost anything else because I think <laughs> oh, I, I love a, pretty, a good beef stew. <laughs> I think you've had the stuff I make. You actually like put aside your weirdness about that and we'll eat it. But stew as a restaurant idea is weird. By the way, the best I will give one person credit. The best comment on Crowley's like don't buy buffalo wings was I'm still gonna do it, but I'm gonna call them freedom wings. Very good. Very good line.